Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Ben Moore podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome and I just wanted to jump on very quickly and have a chat to you about imposter syndrome because it's something that uh, I know anecdotally I can definitely 100% relate to. Um, I think I've had imposter syndrome in pretty much every walk of life um, and continue to do so until this day. Uh, but I know that imposter syndrome is something that affects everybody um, and affects everybody to, to varying degrees and in different ways. Um, not just in business, not just in property, not just in estate agency, but like I say, in the wider world. Um, now, I think it's okay um, for imposter syndrome to exist. I actually don't think it's such a bad thing. Um, I mentioned on a post earlier that I think imposter syndrome in the right dose helps keep you sharp. You just can't let that self-doubt be kind of your dominating energy because if it is and if you let imposter syndrome and a, almost a, a feeling of being unworthy or not capable or not qualified, if you let those feelings kind of hold you back and get in the way of whatever task is at hand, inevitably it's going to take over and it's going to affect your execution, your performance or whatever it is um, that you're involved in. You're not going to be as corny as this sounds and as much as I hate this bloody phrase, you're not going to be the best version of you. So it's important to, if you do feel imposter syndrome, just first and foremost, know that that's totally okay. It's fine. Everyone experiences it. Uh, use that to keep you sharp and give you a bit of an edge. Don't let it kind of overtake you and kind of define who you are um, with the given task at hand. Now, imposter syndrome, uh, again, it penetrates every inch of life. It, it, at least for me, it does. I can't speak for you, but I know that... Um, for me personally, I feel it all the time. So a good example of this is, as long-term listeners to the podcast may already be aware, um, I've got a background in health and fitness and nutrition. That's where my education was. I've spent my career... Um, in the early stages, especially working in the fitness space. And then a couple of years ago, I dipped my toe back in the water, did some consulting, online personal training, some physical personal training, took some classes, all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, I've got, I got into my, my into my stride with, with health and fitness um, started sweating up and reading all the books and the journals again, getting my knowledge where it needed to be. Um, and obviously putting myself through the, um, the practices that I was preaching to my clients. So I got myself in really good condition, got myself really fit trimmed down started to see a couple of abs coming through um, definitely not a um, stage show condition but I was kind of making good good inroads um, and I felt very at home in the gym but then inevitably when I've been kind of focusing more on my estate agency business more recently um, not that this is an excuse because I've said before I don't think there's any excuse for not looking after your own physical health and your own mental health um, so it's not an excuse but the reality is is that I've kind of let work and my um uh, career goals get in the way of my health, which isn't a good thing, but it's something that I'm, I'm trying to address now. One thing that I have learned about myself in terms of what I would categorize as definitely a weakness is that I'm 100% all or nothing. I've identified that um, I'm either all in, completely committed, 110% going to go and do whatever I can, balls to the wind with the business and invest all my energy and all my effort into growing the business, or I tend to go all in and, and, and just invest 100% of all of me into improving my health and fitness. I need to work at getting this balance where I still turn up for my clients and I'm still you know, driving my business forward in the direction that I want to take it, but that doesn't come at the expense of my own health. So I'm trying to 
get a little bit better at balancing that rather than going to one extreme or another. Literally all the way through my adult life, even though I've, I've kind of explained to clients on countless occasions that you mustn't do this, um, I've always been a case of, right, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to train like an athlete, I'm going to eat super clean and be super strict and get to bed at nine o'clock and have a great sleeping schedule, um, as if I was training for the Olympics or something extreme like that. Um, or I'd go the complete other way and just sit at home, kind of crying into a pizza every night, eating about a three kilograms worth of pick and mix. There's no balance, there's no middle ground, so that's something that I'm trying to get better at addressing. But anyway, I digress. The point that I'm making is is that even with all that experience and that uh, pre-exposure to a fitness environment, I've gone back into the gym for the first time, maybe a couple of weeks ago now, I'm I'm kind of back into my stride well and truly, at least that's how it feels, although I am sore. Um, But I went back into the gym and I just felt as if I had no place being there. Felt as if I had no belonging there, felt as if, I want to say as if I didn't know what I was doing, but just kind of felt a little bit out of place and you sort of feel as if people are watching you, people are judging you, you're not kind of looking or feeling great. That self-confidence is a little bit low compared to where it ought to be or where it's been previously. Um, And as a result, it was very much imposter syndrome. I kind of felt as if... And I know that no one was, no one cares. Some guys just come in and I just crack onto the back of the gym and set my circuits or get on the punch bag or whatever it is that I'm doing. Everyone's too focused on their own mission to be looking and paying attention to what I'm doing. But it doesn't stop that feeling of being an imposter. Uh, and exactly the same in the business. Again, another recent example. Um, I think I mentioned in the last episode that we've made some serious inroads as a result of our recent content marketing with the business, put some great foundations in place. And as a result, um, we're starting to get um, the right clients and the right properties uh, kind of coming to, towards me organically and we're getting a lot of business without really having to put ourselves out there too much and do direct advertising to win it, um, which is a great privilege. But because we're getting properties now at the higher end of the market, I'm starting to get this imposter syndrome creeping in where I'm thinking... Ben, are you going to do a good job with this video? Uh, is this valuation going to be right? Is my market knowledge where it needs to be? Have I come in too high with the valuation? Have I under-egged it? Have I come in too low? I'm going to see a gorgeous property, two properties tomorrow actually, which have got a combined value of about £3 million roughly. And already I'm kind of second-guessing myself. I'm doing my research. I'm looking over the same comparables, rereading the same information that I've already got installed in my head. I just need to go there, see the property and have confidence and faith in myself in the advice that I'm giving to the client and kind of put that forward with real confidence and conviction because that's the other side of the coin and again I've mentioned this on social media before but people always approach me off of the back of these podcasts people approach me off of the back of the posts that I put out on social media um, and other places where people might pick up and consume my information from the digital world through to the real world and one thing that people always say is that oh Ben you're so positive you're so confident and the reality is is that I've got to turn up and I've got to be confident. I've got to be that strong person because other people feed off that. And if I'm strong and confident, that allows other people to feel strong and confident. They feed off that energy. And in a commercial sense, especially when I'm dealing with clients, if I'm confident and I'm giving real conviction in my advice and I'm being honest, then the reality is is that that allows them to get behind me more and kind of select me as the right agent to look after them and help them through the sales process. If I went in feeling a bit unsure of myself, a bit shifty, looking at the looking at the floor and um, not really putting forward my feedback and my opinion with real conviction then it's going to come across a little bit flaky and you can't really blame a client for not buying into that so yes I am positive and yes I try to appear confident and in many situations in many circumstances I am confident but don't let that fool you that underlying tone of 
am I capable? Could I be doing more? Was I right there? Um, all these kind of niggling questions that we all experience on some level um, do without a doubt creep in, like I said before, in almost every layer of my life. So don't feel as if just because I'm putting out tons of content and doing loads of this social media stuff and all these videos and whatnot, that it means that we've got it sussed. Because I can promise you now, and I can say this speaking on behalf of other people from friends and colleagues and business partners that I've dealt with in the past, however you perceive people to be, um, from the outside looking in it's not always the reality and from people who are just starting out right to people who are at the top of the game that imposter syndrome does imposter syndrome that imposter syndrome rather does creep in on pretty much every single level so don't be shy of it don't be scared of it don't think you're the only one um, but more importantly embrace it and like I said at the start of the podcast use that imposter syndrome to keep you sharp keep you switched on keep you grounded um, and let it give you that edge to drive you forward and be dare I say it an even better version of yourself offer the back of that the second it starts to be called, become all encompassing that's when you've got an issue so so there we go guys something to bear in mind something to feedback i'm gonna disappear now another quick soundbite of an episode today hopefully you got some value from that and i'll see you on the next one take care 